Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is the podcast where I, Spencer, am reading the dictionary still, still, and then you just make some comments and talk about it, and it's so much fun, and there should be more guests, but there are guests coming maybe someday. Uh, every single episode will have a guest. I think that would be a fun dream. My life just can't handle that right now. I can't handle it. The first word in this episode is definitize, or you could pronounce, you can, you can emphasize a couple different syllables. Definitize or definitize, definitize, D-E-F-I-N-I-T-I-Z-E, definitize, I think that's how my brain wants to say it. This is a transitive verb from 1876 to make definite. Definitely have made something definite to solidify it in existence. Definitize. Today, the sound effect will be Next word is definitude or definitude. Tude. Definitude. Noun from 1836. The synonyms are precision and definiteness. Definiteness. There's, I don't think these really get used that much. Definitude, definiteness, um, and then precision. You have to be very precise with something before you can call it, that. say that it has definitude. Next is deflagrate. Is that how you say it? Deflagrate. D-E-F-L-A-G-R-A-T-E. Deflagrate verb from circa 1727, starting with transitive, and it is to cause to deflagrate. Making something deflagrate is deflagrate. And it says compare to the number one definition for detonate. So maybe exploding a thing is like deflagrate. Um... And then the intransitive, hopefully this is going to be more helpful than the transitive definition, to burn rapidly with intense heat and sparks being given off. All right, yeah, that makes a whole lot more sense. We we can visualize this. Something is burning quickly, it's very hot, and there are sparks specifically. So when you light a fuse... Maybe you see this in movies and TV shows and cartoons. You light the thing and it sparks. I just recently rewatched the Bob's Burgers movie and there is a... See, well, I'm not going to give any, way, any spoilers specifically, but, you know, there might, may or may not be some sort of uh, fuse bomb thing something. So, uh, yeah, there was, there was some deflagrating happening there. Deflagration. Maybe that would have been the better word. There's some deflagration. That is a noun. Why? Well, I would think there has to be some fun etymology for this word. Yes. Yes, there is. This is from the Latin verb deflagrare, which means to burn down. And that is from de plus flagrare. Flagrare. And that means to burn. And there's more at the word black. I mean... 
when something is burned, it usually gets blackened. It's black. It's charred. So uh, that's that's kind of interesting. But yes, flagrare is to burn. De flagrare is to burn down. So deflagrate is basically basically burning something down. Next is deflate, deflate or deflate. This is a verb from 1891. This is not about burning things. This is something else. Uh, we are starting with transitive again, as we often do. Number one, to release air or gas from, and it might make the sound, as in the example, deflate a tire. Hopefully it's happening on purpose, but an accidental tire deflation is not any fun i actually have that little uh that little picture the little light on the dashboard that's saying something is weird with the air pressure in your tires so you got to go check it out and i haven't done that yet but they all look okay so i think i might be okay but you know what there could be a nail in there so i really should fix that hopefully it doesn't deflate two to reduce in size, importance, or effectiveness, as in, deflate his ego with cutting remarks. It's very possible his ego needed a little bit of deflation. Cut, cut, you say some mean things about somebody who's got a big ego, just bring it down to size. Psst. Number three, to reduce or cause to contract. And the examples, there are some examples. I'll read it all together. To reduce a price level or cause a volume of credit to contract. So something something with money, you're dealing with money, reducing the price of a thing or changing the level of credit that you have maybe on your credit card. You're contracting all of this. You're, it's a deflation. Deflate the prices. And now we have intransitive, which is just to lose firmness through or as if through the escape of contained gas. So when I fart, my body loses firmness because there is gas escaping. It's my body is deflating. There is a synonym for everything. It is the word contract. Yes, it's you're it's it's getting smaller. It's contracting, not not expanding. Deflator, spelled with an O-R or an E-R, that is a noun. The one who is making the deflating happen. Next word. It is deflation. Noun from 1891. Uh, yes, this is the same year as deflate. That's good. That's good to see. I'm very happy about that. Number one, an act or instance of deflating. Also, the state of being deflated is deflation. That sad balloon laying on the ground is in a state of deflation because it has been deflated. Number two, a contraction in the volume of available money or credit that results in a general decline in prices. Yes, yeah, this is what we saw before. It's all the monies, monies are being contracted. Number three, 
the erosion of soil by the wind. Hmm, very, that's very specific. The wind blows along the rocks. They slowly, slowly get eroded away, and it's called deflation. I don't know if I've heard that one before. That's kind of interesting. Deflationary is an adjective. Next word is deflect. And you can say the first syllable, de or de. Deflect. Deflect. This is a verb from circa 1555, starting with transitive, to turn aside, especially from a straight course or fixed direction. To turn aside, especially. So if a thing's going straight in one direction, and then it comes up against the thing, it uh, will get deflected into another direction. Intransitive says, to turn aside. That's all it is. But then the synonym is deviate. So it's taking another course of action. This could be literally something um, like, a, like a, a billiard ball, a pool ball that's bouncing on the walls, or uh, just the course of something, the course of your life, uh, anything. It's, it's being deviated. Deflection, no, deflectable is an adjective. If it is able to be deflected, it's deflectable. Deflective is an adjective. Um, what, what word is this reminding me of? Deflective, uh, defective. It's, uh, that's just one, one letter apart, isn't it? Defective. Uh, so something deflective, defective. Yeah. Deflector is a noun. It doesn't reflect any of the light. This is from the Latin deflectere, deflectere, and that means to bend down or turn aside, and that is from de plus flectere, which means to bend. Bending in all directions. Next is deflection. Noun from 1605, one. A turning aside or off course. And the synonym is deviation. Oh no, what happened? We have deviated from the standard course. We are now off course. Number two. The departure of an indicator or pointer from the zero reading on the scale of an instrument. Okay, so we got an instrument and it has a zero reading. It's probably its, it's base, base level, but this is the departure of an indicator or pointer from the zero reading. And I, I think I need more context of what kind of instrument we're talking about. I mean, if you're driving in a car and you go from zero, like this, your speedometer, if it goes from zero, is that a deflection? I don't think so. There must be something else. <sighs> Next is deflexed or deflexed. D-E-F-L-E-X-E-D. Deflexed. Which, which, what context would you say deflexed? Maybe if you're not flexing your muscles, you would be deflexed. And then you can, there's also deflexed. Adjective from 1826. And this one is just turned abruptly downward, as in a deflexed leaf. The leaf 
It's when it's when it's reaching up for the sun, it is flexed, I guess. But when it's not, it's just hanging there limp. It is deflexed. That's it for that one. Uh, okay, well, let's do a sound effect. Pew! The next two words are more in the adult world. Uh, I feel like I am not the best person to talk about this, so we probably won't talk about it a whole lot, but we will have to talk about it a little bit. The first of these two words is defloration. And uh, because of the of the Asian on there, you, you pronounce it a little bit weird, but this will make more sense momentarily. Defloration, or you could say uh, defloration, which makes a little bit more sense when you know what the word is, defloration. Noun from the 15th century, all the way back then, uh, this in the, the the definition is just rupture of the hymen. And the etymology, there's not really anything, but maybe the next word will give us more. Oh, wow, there's there's a lot a lot in there. All right. Well, anyway, uh, rupture of the hymen. Real quick biology talk. Um, a woman's body. Uh, one who was, I guess, you, I would have to say one who was born a female. We're not going to get into anything more complicated than that. We're just we're just working with generalizations here. Uh, somebody born with a vagina. Let's put it that way. Somebody born with a vagina. There is some some skin on the inside, and typically during intercourse, but not necessarily that piece of very thin skin. Uh, often is uh, broken. It's ruptured. Um, and, uh, so a lot of people will say our next word, which is just deflower. So when that happens, they have been deflowered. And, uh, this is a very nice way to say lost their virginity, I guess. And, you know, th this, th we could talk about this for a very long time. There's a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of emotions behind all of this physical and emotional and so much. We're not going to get too far into that, but basically that's what it is. Uh, so let's talk about the next word. It is deflower, like I said. This is a transitive verb from the 14th century. So this one came before defloration, which makes sense. Um, and there's two definitions. Number one, to deprive of virginity. And that is an interesting way to word that. To deprive of virginity. Um, interesting. Before before this happens, somebody is a virgin, and then when this happens, when they have sex, or there could be other things that make this physically happen, um, you have deprived them of their virginity. And I just, I don't know, I find it very interesting to use that word. I feel like the word deprive has some, maybe not negative connotations, but more the feeling of you're taking... I guess it's taking something away. But in addition to that, what I think of in my mind of like, you're taking away something that they really enjoy. Like if you were to take away my pizza, you would be depriving me of pizza because I like pizza and I'm going to have some for dinner tonight. But the, yeah, so when you combine it with the word virginity, I find that very interesting. But maybe I'm putting a little bit too much too, too many meanings behind the word deprive. Anyway, number two. To take away the prime beauty of. 
And this, again, is very interesting that they would word it this way. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just... It's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Okay. To take away the prime beauty of... So are you, are you trying to say that the virginity of somebody is their prime beauty? Is that what you are saying? I, I have a bit of an issue with that. Um, hmm. Okay. Deflowerer is a hard word to say, and that is a noun. Deflowerer. So I guess that's the one who is doing the deflowering of the person who has been deflowered. Uh, hmm. I guess. The etymology. This is from the Latin... The, the lower Latin deflorare, hmm, this, I, okay, and uh, which is from the Latin de plus flor or flor or flos, flor or flos, which means flower. So, okay, so yes. Um, before we get to the next part, we'll just say that um, I guess, I guess the idea of this is, well, there's, I'm sure the word flower has a lot of meanings in this context, uh, or possibly a lot of meanings uh, you know, that you look at um, Georgia O'Keeffe paintings and there because because there's actually some flowers in front of me. How how odd um, there are a lot of artists. A lot of people will look at the vagina and or, or the and, and everything around there and they say it looks like a flower or will interpret that visually as a flower. So I think that's one one way to talk about that but also if you look at this number two definition to take away the prime beauty of you know flowers are very beautiful so i guess that's part of that anyway it, it's a it's a it's just a word that we're so used to hearing now i think in a lot of ways but then the etymology says there's more at the word blow and i just don't know how to comprehend that part i think that's interesting we have to move on the next word is defog or defog fog i think is the pronunciation defog defog this is a transitive verb from 1904 to remove fog or condensed moisture from i guess some people just with their accent they say fog like like boston i i could hear a boston person saying defog but I would say defog. So you're removing the fog or the condensed moisture from, and the example is defog a windshield. And uh, I'm I'm currently in the early stages of fall here in Chicago, and so this is definitely something I think I'm going to be needing to use a lot. And then winter, I mean, really, most mostly I think the colder times, because of all the condensation, it's cold outside, but you get in the car and it's all warm, and then there's condensed moisture. And it's kind of, it can be a pain, but you got to understand how all the dials work in your car so you know how to defog it properly. Defogger is a noun. Thank you to the defoggers. I can't even imagine what cars were like before there were defoggers. Next is defoliant. Noun from 1943. A chemical spray or dust applied to plants in order to cause the leaves to drop off prematurely. Why would you want this to happen? 
I don't know. I don't know my flowers and my plants, but I guess maybe in some context is contexts, you want the leaves to drop off prematurely, and you would use a defoliant. Fascinating. Next, maybe this is related. Defoliate. Transitive verb from 1791. To deprive of leaves, especially prematurely. Mm-hmm. Why you want to do this, I'm not sure. Defoliation is a noun, and defoliator is a noun. And is the etymology interesting? This is from the Latin verb defoliare, which is from de plus folium, and folium means leaf. So yes, it's you're getting rid of the leaves. That's that's what it is. Defoliate. Next word. It is deforce. It's the word force, like the force from Star Wars, but but there's no no force. Deforce. This is a transitive verb from the 15th century. Number one, to keep as lands by force from the rightful owner. To keep the lands by force. So you're take the person is living on this land or they own this land, and then other somebody else comes. They are the def- deforcer, and they take the land by force. I think that is what it's saying. To keep by force from the rightful owner. Uh, yeah, this is not, not a great word. Not a great word. Deforce. It's kind of a weird word. Number two. To eject a person from possession by source. By, by force, not source. By force. To eject from possession by force. So somebody owns a thing. They, they possess a thing. And then you are taking them away from that thing in a forceful manner. Deforcement is a noun. And I guess there are times when this might have to happen, but largely, um, you're, you're probably in the wrong if you're deforcing, deforcing somebody. Next word and last word. Deforestation. D-E-F-O-R-E-S-T. A-T-I-O-N. Deforestation or deforestation if you say forest instead of forest like a normal human being. Noun from 1874. The action or process of clearing all, uh, clearing of forests. And then also the state of having been cleared of forests is deforestation. Deforest is a transitive verb. That is the action of removing forests, clearing the trees, cutting them down, getting rid of all that stuff. And I think it is pretty safe to say that we are seeing a whole lot of this all over the world, and we would really like to see a whole lot less of this all over the world. Maybe maybe no deforestation would be amazing. Can we ever get to that point? Um, yeah, a lot of the forests are being cleared, because people will put in, uh, they'll, they'll either put in uh, places for cattle to live or they'll put in fields of food to grow for cattle. And so then the cattle is used for meat and dairy. But really, we need the forests. We don't need the cattle in the stuff. 
Uh, so, uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I would like to think that there has been a slowing of deforestation over the last 10 or 20 years. I don't know if that's actually true. Maybe I'll find a link that talks about deforestation in general. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like things should be just grown up naturally and just let it do its thing. Um, humans, humans, we're coming in and we're messing things up. We're messing things up. Um, okay, I guess I have to pick a word of the episode. So what did we have today? Definitize, definitude, or definitude, deflagrate, uh, that's the burning, deflagrate, deflate, deflation, deflect, deflection, deflexed, defloration, or defloration, deflower, defog, defoliant, defoliate, deforce, and deforestation. I feel like I have to pick deforestation as the word of the episode because this is just something that we just have to talk more about and uh, you know talk talk to talk to whoever you can talk to your your city representatives your state representatives uh, and see what they can do politically to make bills do change the laws all over the world you know this is not just America all over the world this is happening uh, companies are going to other countries to deforest in Brazil, I think is a big one. We're losing the Amazon. So let's not do that, please. Let us not, oh, I don't I don't know how to sing a song about this. Deforestation is really bad for the climate, baby. I don't know why I had baby to the end of that. It is what happened. So you have to deal with it and love it so much. All right, yeah, deforestation. Let's not do it. This has been Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.